0: Welcome back to the show. This is a Friday episode. So we always start with a rating and review. And this one is from golfer. It says golfer a plus not your typical podcast. If you want to dig deep and highlight life's painful problems to find a solution, this podcast is for you. If you want to listen to something light and fluffy that leads nowhere, listen to something else. Great show. Love that, and I'm receiving that as a compliment because I don't I, I hate fluff, to be honest. I'm not great with fluff at all. And that's not what you come here for. <laughs> Speaking of not having fluff, wait till you see what we're gonna talk about today. So I want to share this with you. Um, this actually this entire episode was inspired by the high vibe women summit that I spoke at in the middle of January. So these group called the social snippet that's christina and maria they hosted this 100 plus women event in january in canada and if you know anything about that in january in canada can be very unpredictable and so they did an incredible job like absolutely incredible job incredible event i think they probably had well over 100 people yeah, there was still a number of people that couldn't make it because we had an incredible snowstorm that weekend and flights couldn't, flights weren't landing. So a lot of things were being thrown up in the air. I was already speaking at this event. I know them personally, and I was dropping off something for the gift bags to give out. And one of them said to me, well, this is what's happening. We don't know what's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put my name out there. If you need any extra help, please let me know. And so what happened was, is they asked me to host a panel and be in that panel at the same time, which might not sound like much, but it was actually quite a stretch to remember the questions that I was asking, answer my question myself, and then be ready for the next question. And then I decided that because this summit, my my panel that I was leading was all about setbacks to success, which is literally the stuff I love to share and talk about, right? The underdog story that I I went all in. And I something personally shifted for me in this event. Something that was a reminder. You know how we crave that shift? We crave that thing to happen. And we're like, when is this going to happen? I don't know. Sometimes I think it just shows up when you get yourself in the room in the space that allows you to stretch. So I had to stretch and trust myself in this space. And I felt like, this is a light switch. You're going all in on you. I could feel it. I was going all in on me. And so I want to share this with you because I am also in human design what you call a 4-6 sacral generator. And if you're like, I don't even know what that is, I really encourage you to look up your own human design. It's a free thing. You can look at it. This was very freeing for me, probably back in 2020, 2021, when I started to learn what it was, and I recognized that, oh, that's actually who I am. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not flawed. This is who I am, which is much like understanding our subconscious mind. When you understand it, you see how it's actually been working for you. The biggest challenge is is that we're always fighting ourselves. It's like we're fighting who we are at the core. And so long story short, the sixth line in human design Hmm. that is the teacher, the leader, the mentor who is meant to live the lessons and then share them with others. And they really come into themselves, their energy, their expansiveness. I'm I'm not going to say this right. If you're a human design coach, you're going to say, that's not how you say it. That's fine. It's fine. I'm not a human design coach. But what I want to say is, is that when you Hit into the 50 plus range. It's like you actually come into your best years. And that's what it's felt like to me. Like the, all of this work that I've been doing in really understanding my voice and seeing what those limiting beliefs are and not holding back have really stemmed from A lot of the subconscious work that I've done, and a lot of it has shifted from the age of 50 onward. It really has shifted. Now, I was forced into like losing a job and having to create things, so maybe that also was a push in this direction, but it really helped me to lean into that. So when I went into this talk on stage, I had this moment where it was like, you're just going to trust yourself, and you're going to go all in right now. You're going to lean in and go all in, and I did. I actually, I was really proud of myself. And I loved how I let it and did it. I really incorporated the audience because when we go to live events, what can happen is that there's this subconscious message that the people on the stage have something that people in the stands don't. It's not true. It's not true at all. But there's this subconscious message. They're ahead of me. They figure something out. They're doing better than I am. They have something that I don't. None of that's true. None of it's true. It really just comes down to that maybe the people who are actually on stage have been in a space of, I'm here to show up, to use my voice, and they've got more hours in the game. They've just done more hours, not because they are they have something that you don't. So I really wanted to break that down. And as I did that, I leaned in a space of inviting the people in the crowd to share some of their, their frustrations, their what are they stuck on. And then the panel, we coached them through that. I loved how it unfolded. And I loved how it worked personally. And it brought some incredible people into my life and connections because they all of a sudden started to think and realize and believe that maybe I I am actually capable of this. And how do I shift this? So that's what we did. I just leaned in. I leaned right in and I went, this is what we're here to do. It actually is a strength of mine. I'm going to own that. And when I don't play in that realm, when I don't play in that real rawness, that authentic space of my voice, I'm doing a disservice to myself and to others. I'm just going to call that out. I really am. That's my zone. And when I can get into that zone, I feel good. I feel like I'm making the impact that I'm here to make. Okay. So that was what I did at the event. And then somebody reached out to me and said, aren't you an Aries? Okay, we're going to throw some astrology into this episode. Aren't you an Aries at the same time? I'm like, I am. And she's like, ooh, you're a cardinal sign and you are closing off a 15-year chapter in your life. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what that means. And she goes, no, go back 15 years and send me a message. Tell me exactly where you were and what you were doing. So I thought, all right. This made me start to think about the book, one of my favorite books, I refer to it all the time here, it's called The Gap and the Gain. I strongly, strongly recommend this book all the time. Um, It's by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And that book, the basic premise being, when we stand in the gap, we are always looking outward at where we are not, we are comparing ourselves to others. And we're looking at the distance of how far we believe it is from where I am, to where I want to go. When we stand in the gain, we are always standing in a space of looking back and comparing where where was I a year ago? Where was I 10 years ago? How far have I come? What have I done? What have I grown? We're always comparing ourselves to ourselves. And that's the only thing that matters, literally the only thing. And so she said, send me a message of where you were 15 years ago. So I wrote it out. And I just sat there and went, <laughs> shit. Wow. No wonder. And these are parts of my story. You might feel like this is a bit of an overshare and that's okay. It doesn't matter to me at all, but feeling like I'm a bit of an overshare, but I know the power of our stories and I know the power of sharing this. And you might be looking at me and just tuning in to episode 657 and saying, oh my God, like she's got this all figured out and it's just so like easy for her. No, it's not. That's your story of me. It's not easy. It's just, I, I I keep going. I keep going and I keep doing things that I love. And so when I started to look at 15 years, I want to share this because a lot of people don't know my backstory. This is not a like sad story looking for sympathy. This is just sharing that I am actually closing down a 15 year chapter according to astrology. I am closing down a 15 year chapter and I'm doing it with so much love and pride and gratitude for how far I've come and what I've walked through. So Snapshot. 15 years ago, I was a co-owner in a brick and mortar gym, beyond miserable. I was, was beyond miserable. I had come off of seven surgeries in six years um, after having a very difficult molar pregnancy where we lost a baby at six months. And then during that time, I knew I was getting ready for a hysterectomy. So I had the hysterectomy in 2008 Shortly after that, my husband lost his job and we were in a space of almost no income at all and in a business that was not growing. And I was I felt like I was dying in that business. I really did. I felt like I was dying. And so I felt in 2009, I know I have to leave. I know I have to leave. I don't know how. How am I going to do this? We don't have any income. It made no sense logically. Yeah, I found myself in this space driving to work every morning, almost in tears and saying, I don't know what's wrong. I don't want to be here. And I think that one quick aside, what happens when we're in that space is we think that it's something wrong with other people. And I, I really encourage you if you ever, if you feel this and you relate to it, it's not about other people. It is about what is best for you. And that's like, really, I can see that now it was not best for me to be in that situation, to be in that environment. And it had nothing to do with anyone else. It was that my soul was saying, can we just please move on? And so it took me time. It almost took to the end of 2009, but I was in a lot of difficult, difficult experience during that year, trying to figure out how to shift. So the end of 2009 comes, it was two days before Christmas. I'm going to spare the details. It was a massive blow up and I walked out and I walked out with not knowing what was going to happen next. And a lot of very scary things happen that I won't share in detail that happened over the next um, couple of days as we went into Christmas and into the new year. And I found myself in a new location new space, brand new people, you know, starting to still, still doing the work that I did as a kinesiologist, but working contract, working for a different location and thinking, this is it. Like, we're just going to make the change. This will work. Not long after that, I had an emergency surgery because I was bleeding. Sorry for too much information, but I was bleeding. And as a female who's had a full hysterectomy, that's really scary. That should not happen. And so I had an emergency surgery. They removed four more growths. And there was this fear of what is happening in you. And it was very aggressive endometriosis. They realized they had to take me off of all estrogen because it was actually encouraging more growth. And I was in the space of trying to recover. As I was trying to recover, that surgery Through that surgery, I ended up with a very serious staph infection that took probably four to six months to actually come to the surface. And that's the thing, staph sits dormant in your body, and then all of a sudden it will come to the surface. And during that time, I, I was very sick. I have not been that sick in a long time and maybe ever and it took them time to diagnose it. And they finally did. And when they did, it was, I was teaching at the college one day when I got a call from my um, doctor and said that you need to get to the hospital ASAP. They have to start you in a PIC line. Um, this is life or death. And I was like, okay, what? Like, what is happening? And so I went to the hospital, got a PIC line. PICK line goes in through your arm, in through the heart completely. Like I was literally wrapped in a bed with tinfoil while they did this. Um, very traumatic. And then through that process, ended up having to do um, IV injections twice a day at the hospital for eight weeks. During that time, I started to develop very serious anaphylactic allergies, Um, had a very critical one in the hospital that was really scary. And that was when my allergies really started to go into control, probably because I had the... um, PIC line in my system for so long, right? That's just, I actually do have an allergy to um, rubber, latex. So now that I know that, that's probably where I came from. Anyways, other side. And so we went through this. It was a very scary time trying to figure out like what was going to happen with my health. I was so weak. I had this pick line. I had to carry this around every day, all day, still trying to work, do all these things. And I had this feeling of like, I don't know what's next. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And it was during that time that we found um, the very first time that we had found substances in our house with our kids. And life became teen, like became really tricky. It became like, what's happening? What is happening? It was the very first time that we started to find pot in the house. But our kids were young. Okay. They were quite young. And that started the story of dealing with substance abuse and another surgery after that and another job loss and trying to figure out what are we going to do next? How are we going to figure this out? And that journey, when I sat down and went like that started 15 years ago, like it did, it started 15 years ago. And I sat there and went, Oh, that's exhausting. That's exhausting. And I'm proud of myself for how I'm showing up like this. I'm proud of myself for sharing it. I'm proud of how far I've come through this. And this was a moment of recognizing that it's okay if that chapter closes because that chapter is definitely something that I'm ready to close. That doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges in the next chapter. It doesn't mean that. It means that that chapter has shaped me into the person that I am today. And that person is the person that I need to be going into the next chapter. So stop and look back at how far you've come. And how can you look at some of those chapters with a lot of love and gratitude that I walked through this, this has made me who I am. And you might listen to this and think that's a lot of oversharing. And that's fine if that's what you think. But I want to share with you this quick message. This is what it means to be outspoken. This is what it means to stand in your true, authentic voice and message and share it. love how my voice is cracking when I'm saying this. This is what it means to stand in your true, authentic voice and message. This is it. This is literally it. And when you do that, the right people will connect with you. You will find the right people. They will come to you. They will hear you because you're speaking up and you're allowing yourself to be seen. And I sat there at this event and went, I'm so done hiding and playing small. I'm going to own my bigness as much as I can and own my voice because it's here to do really epic shit. It really is. And I own that. I own that with so much pride and so much gratitude. And I closed down this chapter, this actual 15-year chapter, with a lot of compassion and gratitude and love for how I have found my way through it and navigated And I am going to continue to take that through in the next chapter. So I just want to share that with you. Um, This is a little bit more of my backstory that I don't always share. And a lot of people don't know that. But it's made me who I am and I'm proud of that. I'm like actually really, really proud of that. So I hope this has inspired you to do a little bit of the gap in the gain test for yourself and to look at how far have you come? What have you walked through? What has this made you who you are? Like how has this shaped you into who you are? So that you can do it with pride because you really should. Like you really, really should. Stand in that gain and be super proud of yourself and the person that you are today, because that's the person that's going to carry you into the next chapter. So I hope this message has supported you in some way, shape or form. If you want to learn more about these tools, this is going to be the last week you can join us in this roundabout spoken. And you can still get access to the outspoken write your damn book open house that I just had the four hour workshop, but that's only for an available, like very short period of time. The link is in the show notes. And I hope that this content continues to inspire you to step into your bigness and let yourself shine. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of own your choices Own your life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review, and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.